0: Hi, welcome to the Clay Soul Podcast, bonus episode number two. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching if you're watching. Um, Thanks for joining the community on YouTube and TikTok. I'm excited. I am excited for the growth and I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Oh man. So for this bonus episode, real quick, I want to talk about luck and risk. I know that's not something like you would immediately think of (laughs) talking about in a podcast. Um, But I know we also had the whole era of the lucky girl syndrome earlier this year and it kind of popped off and it was alive and well. And I think that's great to have that mindset of that you're lucky and that you're blessed and that good things happen because if your mindset's the opposite, you're not gonna get anywhere. (laughs) You know, you're just not gonna get anywhere. You reap what you show, you, Attract what you are, etc. So because I believe those things, um, obviously I'm not completely against the whole lucky girl syndrome thing. But I will say, you know, there are some aspects to it that I think are not healthy and not the wisest. And so I wanted to kind of discuss this whole concept of luck and risk. Okay, so luck and risk. Ironically enough, (laughs) the place that I really like learned... (laughs) about this, like where it really hit me the most, was when I was reading earlier this year, The Psychology of Money. Now, I was a hoe for books for a good like month straight and I'm kind of getting back into being a hoe for books but not as like hard as I was. Like I was not on the internet hardly at all for a while because I just needed to process some things and learn some new things and I was reading a bunch of books during that time. I think I read like six or seven books. both physical and audio and that was one of them and the book psychology of money taught me so much about actually mainly about behavior (laughs) it did teach me about money too but but mainly about behavior because i'm not gonna lie, right now i can't really focus on investing like hardcore um so it's on the back burner those lessons but the lessons that really stick out are like the ones about luck and risk this hit me so hard You would think, like, I heard the most profound thing in the world when I heard what Morgan was saying in the book. (laughs) And that is just about how there's always luck and risk in life. There's both. There's both. There's luck and there's risk in life, in all aspects of life. There's good things that will happen to you that you, yes, you worked for and you earned, but also good things that will happen to you that you didn't necessarily work for and earn you just got it and that's luck and then there's risk where there's always that margin of error there's always that margin of failure there's always that aspect where something bad could happen to me whether I deserve it or not it could happen and that's just how life works, not how the world works. And if you want to get into like spirituality and stuff, you might say like luck and risk are balancing the scales in life and whatever. But in general, both happen. Now, that's not super profound to me. That's not the part that rocked me. What really rocked me was what he said about planning. What he said about planning. And the reason it rocked me was because I was just exiting a situation where i was for once like ever trusting someone and i felt okay to trust them and then something happened and it hurt so bad it felt almost like a betrayal of trust now after i processed it i realized they weren't really betraying me it was just what's best for them but it felt like a betrayal of trust because of how they did it they kind of they said one thing and then they did the opposite thing Um, Either way, though, again, the opposite thing was what was necessary for them, and that's okay. But I, reflecting on this as I was in the process of figuring this out, I just realized, like, I was wondering if trusting someone, even when it's safe, and then having it fall apart, having the risk occur, does that mean I can't trust my judgment? Does that mean I can't trust my intuition? I thought I did all the right things. I planned accordingly, as as Morgan says in the book, that you can plan as an investor and make all these judgments and put your trust in this system and your intuition might say it's great and then risk happens. And such was the same with this situation. But here's what he explained, which was incredible. He said sometimes... You do all those right steps and you still experience the risk. So instead of expecting the risk wholly and expect instead of expecting the luck wholly, give yourself margin of error. Give yourself enough room that you've planned for luck or risk to both happen. And trust yourself enough to only expect what you can expect. You know, you can't perfectly expect 100% that your plan will result in luck, and you can't 100% expect that your plan will result in risk. Good investors create a plan, and they say, even if we don't hit that 100%, this is what it'll look like at 80%, we're going to bank on 80%. We're going to bank on 80% and be grateful for the extra 20 if we hit it. And the reason that hit me so hard and I might not be explaining this the best way but that's what I understood from what he was saying in the book. Um, But the reason that hit me so hard was because I had to realize you know, I trusted my intuition. My intuition said this person's safe. I believed they were safe. I put a lot of trust in them and they were safe. And then what? It fell to shit. And it ended in a way that was familiar. It ended it with distance. And at first, I thought, does that mean I can't trust my judgment now? Because for once, I actually felt safe to trust. I had a plan, I had an expectation in my mind. I thought it was safe. And I thought, you know, this is a lucky situation. But then it still fell apart. Am I okay enough to trust my judgment now? Or should I not even be trusting myself? And then I realized, no. I can trust myself. I can trust that my intuition is right. I can trust that my gut knows what's best. I can trust that when I get the fight or flight thing going on in my mind, sometimes, yeah, it might be out of whack, but most of the time, your your stress response, it is triggered by real stress. And I'm gonna listen to that, I'm gonna decipher that, I'm gonna create a plan for myself and my life according to that. But I'm also going to leave room because life exists outside of me. I'm not the only one on this planet and I'm not the only one in charge of how life works. And I mean, if you're, let's say it's not with a person, but it's like you, you're planning, you're expecting, you have intuition that you need to live in a certain apartment. You know, it would be silly to... Solely kick into lucky girl syndrome and assume that you're gonna get it. You might get it, but it'd be silly to assume you're gonna get it because your intuition says this is the right place. Just as it would be silly to look at that opportunity and say I'm not gonna get it at all. There's only risk, there's only damage, only bad things are gonna happen. That is also silly. The healthy thing is to say, hey, this is what my gut says, this is what my intuition says. This is what I I want and I expect and and I'm planning for it. But even if it doesn't work out, I'm set. I'm okay. I'm secure in myself. I'm going to be okay. And luck will continue to come to me. Abundance will flow to me. Sorry, I'm hitting my mic. Things will flow into my life, flow into my heart, flow into my mind. 1,000% regardless of whether or not I get what I want. And that's where I say, of course, lucky girl syndrome, it's nice, but I think sometimes people use it to assume they'll always get what they want. And that's just not how the universe works. That's not how life works. Another great example of this is right after I had that lesson, I, in a way, I learned that lesson again. But because I went through the major disappointment with the first one, I was able to handle the second one so much better. You see, I had this job that I wanted. And if you follow me on my YouTube channel, you know. I had this job that I really wanted. And my intuition, my gut, everything about it said, like, this is your position. Like, for some reason, my mind was set on the fact that this is your position. It wasn't a question of will I get accepted for the job. It was like, I'm about to walk into that office one day as this employee here. I just knew it. Every part of me knew it. But I also understood i'm not in charge of other people's minds i'm not in charge of the interviewing process i don't know everything about how the universe wants things to work for me etc and so if it doesn't work out though i'm still prepared to do other things crazy thing is i went through a month-long process and interviewed technically three and a half times and it was a great process with lots of exercises and I did a lot of things and I enjoyed the process and it was happy and I felt like a connection to the people there and it was a great experience. But then five weeks later, I didn't get the job. Was I disappointed? Yes. Because again, I thought the job was mine. My intuition said the job was mine. But it wasn't. And if I had created a expectation, a plan in my mind that didn't have the room for the risk, that was purely luck, it would have fallen apart. And if I only had risk, I wouldn't have gotten through the process because I wouldn't have been confident enough to walk into that interview, any of those interviews, or do any of the exercises and believe that I, I would get the job. But I had both. And because of that, when I didn't get the job, I didn't feel like it was a major failure or setback. Because I also knew because of that job, I started this podcast, (laughs) which is something I wanted to do for like six years. And it was just the perfect timing. Because I knew with that job, I would not be able to vlog Harley at all. I was like, I'm going to have to start a podcast if I still want to do this work. And so I have. And here we are. You're listening to this podcast. But that's just an example. I hope these examples painted the picture well. Of essentially that, there's luck and risk in life. Both times, both ways, all experiences have luck and risk. And sometimes you're gonna really get lucky and you're gonna have amazing experiences. Sometimes you're really gonna deal with some big risks, some big setbacks, and you're gonna feel like, damn, like (laughs) the universe hates me. And you're not gonna know why. But if your expectations and your plans have a good mix of both, and you have a good head on your shoulders and you feel secure in yourself, you're going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. I hope that enlightens you and gives you peace. Now I want to share some affirmations. One, I choose to cherish the simple blessings that come my way. I choose to cherish the simple blessings that come my way. 2. My heart repels bitterness. My heart repels bitterness. 3. I will not complain about what I can and can't change. I will not complain about what I can and can't change. 4. My life is beautiful my life is beautiful. And five: I harness joy by celebrating the life I've been given. I harness joy by celebrating the life I've been given. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode, and I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode for a link that comes out. Don't forget to rate this podcast, respond on TikTok for YouTube and feel free to answer the Q&A on Spotify. Thanks. Talk to you soon.